Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fran Coaches Franchising 101 podcast series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your podcast host. As part of our overall Franchising 101 series, the Fran Coach team hosts a live monthly webinar called the Franchisor Spotlight. These webinars feature one of our franchise partners, and we dedicate a half hour to learning all about their brand, what they do, who makes a great owner, and how the Franchisor offers support, and much, much more. Though there are a few slides shared throughout the webinar, most of the information is gained during the detailed conversation with our franchise guest. Therefore, we felt the spotlights would be a great addition to our podcast series. I hope you enjoy the franchise or spotlight as much as you do the rest of the podcast episodes. So before we get started with today's franchise or spotlight, I want to remind you that if you'd like to learn more about this or any of the 500 plus franchise partners we have, then please send us a message via our website at francoach.net. And now here is today's spotlight. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Fran Coach's Franchising 101 series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we are excited to bring you the January edition of our Franchisor Spotlight. In the Franchisor Spotlight, we feature one of our franchise partners, and we're going to spend the next 30 minutes or so getting a chance to take a very deep dive into what they are all about. Uh, the franchise we're going to uh, have, have on with us today, um, they have a unique business model that leverages cutting-edge technology, which caters to a customer base that is very accustomed to being pampered. Uh, some of the things we're going to talk about today, uh, they have virtually no overhead, uh, open to full and semi-absentee owners, a chance to build a team of very passionate and caring employees while generating multiple revenue streams and loyal repeat customers. So I know that sounds great and you're ready to hear the story behind this franchise, but before we tell you that story, we have to tell you this one. Who are we? Uh, Fran Coach, we are a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We're partnered with over 500 of the top franchisors in the country spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. Our goal of the Franchising 101 series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Uh, so that is a little bit about us. Let's get to the good stuff. Um, the franchise we are shining the spotlight on today is called Fetch Pet Care. And joining us today is the Director of Franchise Development for Fetch, Mr. Tom Moore. Tom, my friend, how are you? Thanks for joining us. I am good, thank you. From uh, sunny Denver, Colorado, where it'll be in the 50s, which may seem low for a lot of people, but we're excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, running around out doing some yard work in, in shorts today, right? Uh, not exactly that, but it's still nice to see blue skies and, and uh, have it above the 30s. Well, see, I'm I'm I am jealous from the uh, home office here in lovely Pima, Arizona. And if anybody can find <laughs> Pima on, on a map without uh, cheating, I'll uh, I don't know, give you like a five dollar gift card for Fetch. But it is uh, cloudy, windy, cold, so probably your normal day, basically. But uh, <laughs> uh, so we we have to be careful complaining too much about uh, the few bad days in Arizona. So. I we're, we're, we're excited to talk to you today. This is, uh, I, don't, I don't know, maybe six months, maybe a little longer. Um, we've been working 
closely with Fetch and, and Tom, you know, I go way, way back in the franchising world, but I, I'm, I'm truly excited about Fetch um, and, and look forward to, uh, to hearing about it today. So um, jump in, man. We're going to fire a bunch of questions at you, but we're going to lob an easy one in. Tell us just a little bit about Fetch Pet Care. Well, you, uh, I'm glad you're, you're putting those uh, slides up, but it's, it's a really basic business uh, with, with uh, the dog walking and pet sitting. So most of the animals that we're dealing with are dogs and cats. Although the other day I had a candidate ask me if we did reptiles. And I was really clear that she could do whatever she wanted, but that was not anything I'd want to participate in. Anyway, uh, you know, there's, there's playtime, there's the overnight care, which is really a, a, an important piece of what we do because it's an alternative to boarding. And a lot of people do not like to board their animals while they're on a business trip or on vacation. So we have people that literally are able to go in and, and to provide that care uh, in the environment they're used to. And, uh, you know, you put on here the, the puppy program. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of new puppies. But in addition to that, frankly, the shelters have just emptied. Uh, people want friends during this COVID experience. And Surprising, our franchisees are doing very well uh, during COVID, some uh, much better than they did the year before, and they had good years before. So in addition to that, the, the pet uh, taxi where you're, uh, you're taking a, an animal to, to a vet, and uh, but it's basically uh, a service that takes care of people's children. You know, they've got, sometimes they got human children and sometimes they don't, but this is the other part of the family, and uh, it's critical that we find franchisees who uh, love animals and, and will treat them that way. So hopefully that's a, an introduction to that piece of what we do. Well, no, absolutely. And the, 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 the true pet owners, and I think dogs in particular, um, if they have two-legged children in addition to their four-legged ones, I think sometimes they like the four-legged ones more than the two-legged ones. Right, so this is what we kind of talk about in the in intro, right? This is this is a very pampered clientele with uh, with with this. So um, you you talked about something just from a COVID standpoint, right? We get asked a lot, right? Well, hey, how's you know, oh, geez, the pandemic, which oh my gosh, we're almost a year into this thing, right? Um, but you know, well, how's it you know affected? Has it really hurt businesses and? I guess if you're a, a, a big box retail or a restaurant or, or big fitness type of things, right? It's 2020 wasn't the best year, but you know, you talked about this, the, the, the shelters, thankfully, right. For once yep. are, are, you know, close to empty because we did, we all got stuck at, stuck at home. Everybody, but me decided they wanted, wanted a, wanted a pet around. So it's been, <laughs> you've seen a, a huge increase in just the, the already large number of people who had a pet or a dog has increased greatly just in the last six to nine months. That's, that's again, that's, that's been a huge thing for you guys, hasn't it? It, it has. And, and just to add to that, you know, some people think, well, you know, COVID people are staying home. Well, yes, people are staying home and they're spending a lot of time on conference calls and uh, they schedule them around somebody coming in and taking the dog for a walk because they don't want the dog barking or whining in the background. And uh, so that's pretty critical. And, uh, you know, I'm a little bit of a naysayer. I, I spent most of my career in the financial service world and, and uh, 
uh, I know a little bit about investments and, and the, the economy. And I'm not, I just, I'm convinced that as time goes on, some tough things are going to happen. I, we're buried with referrals right now because of people that got laid off. But as time goes on, again, this is my perspective, but uh, I believe a lot of people uh, who are left in companies are going to be expected to work harder uh, for less money. That means they're going to be spending more time at the office, uh, which means that they still have their, their uh, animals that need to be taken care of, and it just increases the opportunity. And, and when COVID's over, everybody, including me, are going on a lot of vacations, so that, that opens up <laughs> some more doors. Well, no, and, and the Tom, you, you and I have talked about this is, is as things are opening up a little bit more, and, and I, I actually fly frequently. Uh, my my fiance and I live in other states, so I'm on a plane three four three four times a month. And you and I've kind of half joked, half serious. I'm like, you need if there's owners of Fetch in Phoenix or Tucson, Arizona, or Tampa, Florida. Fetch, give me your business cards because the amount of dogs that are on airplanes right now is a, a, a little, frankly, a little ridiculous. So sorry if I'm offending any dog owner that's bringing their dogs on the plane, but please stop. Please use Fetch uh, for, for this. So, we can help. Uh, Yes, right. So um, either that, or I'm going to become your next phone franchise owner in one one of those <laughs> one of the one of those one of those cities, right? With this, so there's a um, again kind of high level what you guys do, and there's just a ton of kind of competitive advantages, things you guys have going. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this really broad for you and let you just kind of kind of walk us through a little bit of some of the things that that people can learn about fetch and kind of some of the things within the business model that are really going to help an owner succeed. Great. Well, and, and I want to go through those bullet points you have up, but, but uh, something to just kind of uh, uh, have as top of mind is that in a lot of ways, this is like Uber for pet care. Uh, and, you know, one of the benefits is there's redundancy, which means I'll give you an example. I have a son who lives 10 minutes from me. They have this little dog, that probably weighs three pounds, and uh, her name's Marley. And when they go on a trip, fifty percent of the time, when when they're going out of town, I'll get a call either as they're leaving town in the car or they're going to the airport and say, "So and so can't take care of Marley. Can you take care of her for, you know, uh, three days or two weeks? <laughs> you know, well, what happens if we're not around? So you know, this right. is a great opportunity." Uh, for people to have that care, and uh, it, it's an important part of of uh, people being able to function in today's world. Uh, when you consider that literally two-thirds of uh, households in America have at least one animal, uh, it's a big market. And uh, the, the market share of any group is so minuscule compared to what can happen out there Fetch has been around for 18 years, but the truth is uh, it was purchased uh, in March of last year by a really moxie guy who understands franchising. Prior to that, it was owned by a private equity fund. And I know something about those private equity funds. And, and uh, frankly, uh, they don't care about anything, but, but uh, you know, the bottom line, not necessarily people or franchisees. So they let a lot of people in who really shouldn't get, uh, come in and, and control a territory. So, so uh, you know, when you look at this, the 85 million households have it. And uh, it, it's something that 
uh, is made very simple in many respects from the administration standpoint. I've run some companies and I just, I've never seen anything that is easier to get into, frankly, and also uh, easier to manage. So two things that you point out here. One is there's a concierge service. It's a call center. And uh, it's, it's staffed with people who really understand the business 365 days a year from eight to eight. Uh, so, you know, any marketing material uh, that, that anybody has, they'll have a local phone number. And so any, any printed materials, website, uh, business cards, any of that has a phone number. And, and that phone number is answered. So if it's, you know, if it was me owning it, they would answer the, the call. This is Fetch Pet Care of uh, Parker, Colorado. How can I help you? Well, they tell the, the customer tells them what their needs are. Uh, they set them up with an account. Uh, if they're already an account holder, then no problem. They just uh, schedule. But it's a lot of customer service, a lot of scheduling, a lot of back office pieces. So it's important that there's that human connection. But the next piece of it is, once that information is, is uh, obtained by the concierge service, they input it into a, a phone app. And it's a cool phone app. Uh, it has everything from uh, GPS functionality. So if I'm a pet owner and I, I uh, have engaged uh, my, my franchise to, to uh, uh, walk a dog, I can see in real time where my dog is going for a walk. So, you know, I, I, can, I can monitor that. I can pay through uh, the, the app. We've got a merchant account that's all set up. So it's just, it's a great way for a franchisee to, to monitor what's going on with their business. It's a great way for the pet owner to be able to monitor what's going on with their animal. And it's a great way for the employee to be able to take care of, uh, of uh, scheduling and just making sure that any, everything is happening. So the franchisee has to make sure that if uh, Betty Sue, who is your, one of your employees, uh, for whatever reason, can't walk a dog that day because they got hit by a bus, uh, you've got emergency people who can step right up immediately and take care of that responsibility. Now, knowing that we're going into people's homes, I just want to also make sure people understand that franchisees have to be bonded and insured, uh, you know, and, but, but it's critical on the front end to really hire good people. And uh, I, I'll tell you, I honestly don't think you could find a better time than right now to hire employees. There are a lot of people who are top-notch people. These aren't people that are working at McDonald's. You know, they, they, they could be at a Chick-fil-A potentially, but most of them are uh, senior citizens. Uh, they're, you know, sharp people coming out of nice homes uh, who are looking to make an extra $1,000 a month uh, walking dogs and taking care of animals and getting paid to do it. They get tips. It's a good business, a good part-time business for somebody and a great time because there's so many people looking. So awesome. hopefully that That's covers some of it. Yeah, no, so no, no, and that, that probably prompted a handful of questions. So, so we'll go back a little bit. We talked about the services and, and the, the, the walking, the pet sitting, et cetera. First off, and we kind of alluded to this in the beginning, there's no overhead. This is not a, this is not some 3,000, 4,000 square foot retail space. 
this is this is virtual. So I don't want to touch on more that the staff on how you build that out. But if I have a dog, first of all, smack me. But if I have a dog, right, um, and I need pet walked, then I'm not taking Fluffy anywhere. Fetch is coming to me to pick up Fluffy to take Fluffy for for the walk. Exactly. Correct. Right. And, right. And just to be um, clear, the the office is out of the the uh, franchisee's home. So, you know, but the the employees are going into the homes of the pet owners. That's why we have to be bonded and insured. Gotcha. Cool. So you've got, um, and I think the the, the best explanation I ever got for, for this when we first started working with Fetch was, was Uber, right? Yeah. We all know how to, you know, go, go on the app. I need to ride to the airport. Um, come get me. I can see the little car on the, on the Uber app coming to get me. I see who the driver is. Um, right. Then when we're in the car, we've, we've got the map, we've got all, everything is done on, on, on our, on our phones, which we would all shrivel up and die without. Right. So, <laughs> right. um, so, so you've got, so, so you've got, you've got that. So then talk a little bit and you mentioned the call center. Um, so if somebody does call in, but once they're, once they're already a customer, is this a fair statement that if I've already used fetch and fetch has come to walk fluffy and I need somebody to walk fluffy again, I could call into the call center, but I'm probably just going to go right on my phone and do and, and, and schedule everything that way. Is that accurate? That is accurate. That's an important part of it. And uh, again, there's a lot of emergency stuff now during COVID. I mean, somebody's the boss is going to call in two hours and you just found out about it this morning. And again, you got to get somebody to come and take your animals. So that's, uh, you know, you're managing those employees and just, just to be, just to give a little clarity on the employee piece of it. Um, you know, we have franchisees that in 2020 did over a million dollars in revenue and they had probably 20 to 22 total employees. Somebody that ramps up, uh, they're going to have somewhere between six and eight uh, to get to a really reasonable place where they can make uh, some good money on it. But so it's not like, there's thousands of employees. It's a, it's a small group. They work out of their house. You, you know, you background check them and uh, you know, so you're, you're pretty clear on who you're hiring. Right. Um, and they are employees, they're contractors. How does that work? They are W2s because we want to be able to control their schedules. So they tell us, I want to work 20 hours a week, or I want to work 15 hours a week, or I want to work 30. None of them are full time, but if, if we know what those are, uh, we need to have the flexibility to schedule them. It doesn't mean it's perfect, but it's a big piece of, of uh, what happens. So somebody needs to agree to 15 hours plus uh, potentially an additional five hours of emergency backup if that were needed. And you've got certain employees that can step into that role uh, as, the, as the Uber driver. <laughs> So, so if I'm a if I'm a fetch employee and I'm I'm I say hey I can work 15 hours a week these are the hours mm -hmm. um, am I for sure being paid for those 15 hours or is it that's those are the hours I'm on basically on call for when somebody needs one of those services uh, they really only work uh, they're only paid when they work but you'll get people who schedule. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Monday through Friday to come in at a certain time to walk the dog. Uh, 
you know, they may be at an office or they may be at the home office, but they need to be able to schedule uh, somebody. So you've got employees who have very consistent uh, appointments and go in and, and uh, take care of the animal. And again, the owner is, the owner knows that it's taking place because they're tracking them on the app if they want to. Uh, but it, it's pretty consistent income. So it takes a little bit of time to, to get them there, but frankly, not a lot of time. There's, these people can keep as busy as, as we allow them to be. And then how, how uh, I'm guessing you have a lot of just kind of one-time or infrequent customers, um, but maybe kind of speak to the, the percentage or what it looks like, like people just, you know, schedule, hey, every, every day at nine o'clock, somebody's coming to take Fluffy for a walk. That's about 70% of the consistency. The other 30% are last minute things that, you know, we try to network, for instance, with realtors. And you say, well, what does a realtor got? Well, a realtor has uh, homes that are for sale and nobody's at home and they've got a showing. They got two showings in a day. So they need somebody to go over there to the house, take the dog for a walk, uh, you know, when that happens. So those, those are kind of emergency types of uh, things as well. But we encourage the, the consistency, frankly, because uh, it's, it, it really develops a relationship between your employee and the animal. And this is a business, if I, if I were to characterize it, I'd tell you, we're a marketing and sales company. We're a, a word of mouth networking. You know, we're, we provide all of that uh, just to, and it's, it's the way you really ramp things up quickly. So, Great. gotcha. Okay. Okay. Good, good. So then um, we talk about a little bit about, about the employees and, and the, and the app and some of the back office stuff. Um, who's, who's the, who's the owner, right? They're clearly not the dog walker. Um, what's uh, kind of who you're looking for and, and what's that kind of day in the life look like? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And, and uh, as your slide uh, suggests, you, you know, you need somebody that loves animals and frankly, Man, there's a lot of people who love animals and hate corporate America. <laughs> and right. uh, they've got manager experience. Uh, they're team builders. Uh, you, you've got to have somebody who isn't going to spend their time walking dogs and, and going with the animals. They need to, because we've got the, the app and the concierge service, they need to spend their time networking get out and meet pet groomers, veterinarians, networking groups. I, I mentioned realtors, uh, friends, church, school. I mean, there's a gazillion ways that you can become known. And once you get a base of customers, the word of mouth just continues to build it. And uh, that's a critical part of it. So it's somebody who loves to build teams. Oh, it's not a large team, but they got to be doers. Be, people who uh, put effort into this. We literally have people making 250 netting after all expenses and royalties, 250 to 300,000 plus. I didn't believe that when I first heard it, frankly, <laughs> but I've, I've since done my own due diligence and that's the real deal. So uh, again, it's about customer service and it's about, uh, you know, a franchisee utilizing the servant leader philosophy, which I just love because you know, you'll get repeat customers, but you want, you want to also have uh, people who love what they're doing and, you know, like to make an extra thousand, two thousand dollars a month part-time 
taking care of animals. <laughs> it's a good gig. Well, well and you, you mentioned the repeat customers, which is obvious, but the repeat referrers too, right? Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Um, in the in the pet industry, and you, met, you mentioned realtors, and I think any business model that has a has a way to connect with realtors, they are the most networked networked people on the planet, right? Um, you need this for your house? Oh, I got a guy. You need this for your house? I I, I got a girl, right? Like they have somebody for if there was still such a thing as a Rolodex, right, theirs would be full with all of those, right? And so um, whether it's them, it's, it's somebody else in their real estate office, it's their their clients, right? All of the, all of these things, I think um, you've, you've got that. And, and so really that person that as an owner that in, in, in loves the animals, but you kind of have to love the people too, to, to get out and, and talk and just constantly talk with them and you're from a, I think from a, from a staff perspective, you know, you can use the, the fast food analogy. I mean, this isn't just somebody, you know, mindlessly taking a $10, I don't know, like, I'm just out of touch. I just saw the other day how long the minimum wage has been the minimum wage. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. And, and like, they're not making eight, nine bucks an hour flipping a burger. They generally enjoy the pets and get, get that kind of, kind of four-legged fun time with uh, kind of with some with with somebody else's furry little friend and and be able to um get just even get outside sometimes get a little get a little fresh air and exercise which in the last you know nine ten months sometimes has been a little precious so you've got a very passionate group of people that are around you as an owner so i think that's that, true. that makes a big difference as well and and you think of any other concept that you're trying to sell people this is the easiest sale on the face of the earth. And so there's a lot of positive feedback that's coming to the franchisee. And as you know, my, you know, success breeds success. So you go out and meet people and, uh, you know, you're getting uh, four or five new clients a day and that, you know, over time they're referring and it, it doesn't take uh, a lot of franchisees to get to that or not a franchisees, a lot of customers to get to that, uh, you know, million dollar base. It's, it's, it's kind of fascinating to me because I'm a numbers guy. I'm an investment guy. And I just look at it and think, wow, this is serious stuff. Right. So, yeah. Which, which, which way to lead into the next slide there, number, number, number guy. So um, be, because this is home-based and, and you've got territories, protected territories with this and you don't have big box retail and your staff, you're really only kind of paying when, when they're working. Um, pretty darn low, but low level investment. So give us a quick um, kind of peek at, at some, of the, some, of the, some of the financial side. Yeah, and let me start with uh, a, uh, an understanding of what a territory looks like, which is at least 50,000 uh, households. So for, for one territory of 50,000 households, the all-in cost for them is $80,000. But uh, when, you, when you look at uh, that piece of it and realize also that somebody can pick up up to three territories, so all-in for one territory is $80,000. For two territories, it's $104,500. And for three, it's $129,000. And uh, somebody can make a decent living, frankly, in one territory. But it's always nice to control uh, the territories and, and be able to market in them. And, and if you've got somebody who is 
uh, really likes the idea of uh, leveraging their influence and they're good at networking. Uh, it's a very scalable business in, in a relatively short period of time. So, and I think your point there, Tim, too, is, you know, if somebody's doing a half million dollars a year, uh, which again, isn't, isn't difficult to get to, their margins are around 33%. That's somebody making 150 grand. Uh, uh, having, you know, 10 employees who are walking dogs and taking care of cats. So, and, and that's bottom and that, and people always remind people when, when you see margins or, or, or that's bottom line, that's profit. You've already, it, as an owner, you've already compensated yourself in there. You've ran your expenses through the business, all, all of that. Right. So, um, that kind of, that kind of gets lost sometimes mixed, mixed in there. Everything is paid. This is what's left at the end of the day, yeah, including paying yourself. Actually, let me be clear. It does not include paying yourself. It, it really is revenue minus the royalties and, and uh, other business expenses and insurance. Not a lot. But if you pay yourself 10 grand a month, then, you know, that's what consider, we consider profit. It doesn't assume that you're taking something out along the way. It's just because we don't know what you want to take. You may not need to take 10 grand a month. Right. You may take five. But overall, net income to you uh, is somewhere between 25 and, and uh, 33%. Gotcha. And, and I just, I was kind of the, the, the bottom uh, right where it was 12, almost $1,300 um, average that people spend a, a year on their pets. I, I don't spend that much money a year on lunch, but I mean, of course I, I don't ever leave, I don't ever leave the house. So, Peanut butter and jelly is only so expensive, right? But I just, it's, it's again, I, I think it's mind boggling for the the third of the world that doesn't have a dog, uh, how much money is spent on them, right? And and again, you've got with with territories that big, you, you need a really small percentage of the population and the amount of money that they're going to be spending, right? Yeah, so exactly. That's, uh, it's, a, it's a huge, it's a huge number. So, um, Awesome. What, um, this is fantastic, Tom. I want to kind of last little thing I want to kind of flip to you is this is, a, this is a bunch of stuff. And so thank you again for all the time, but, um, anything else that maybe we have not talked about that you would want us to, uh, want us to know about fetch pet care? Um, two things actually, and this is, this is kind of, uh, I got to look through my notes and see if there's more than three, <laughs> two things, but at least two to, that come to mind is that we're looking at uh, a pretty simple business to get ramped up. So there's an investigation process we go through. And one of the things that I, I mentioned to you uh, yesterday, that's a very new thing that is just fantastic is that um, once I have an introductory call with somebody, I typically will send them uh, a link to our disclosure document. And uh, in the second call that I have with someone, we go through the investigation, we go through the disclosure document. If things are still clear and they wanna move forward, we now have twice a week uh, a webinar that is, that is uh, uh, sponsored by uh, uh, the, the president of Fetch Pet Care. She is really sharp, her name is Maria. So she gets on on Tuesday and Thursday to have this one hour webinar and we'll have candidates on that, that, uh, you know, there may be two to 15 people on the, on the webinar at a time, 
but it's a great way to interact with the actual person that they would be doing business with. If they continue in the process, the ultimate end obviously is uh, attending a, a meet the team day. And somebody can get through this investigation process in three weeks. But at the end of, of that point, if they look like they want to attend a meet the team day, which is, you know, basically a discovery day, uh, they're, you know, they have to fly into Detroit. It's, there's a place right outside of there uh, that uh, uh, is where they have those meet the team days. But a little bit before that as well, they're going to have a one-on-one -on -one call with the CEO. So they have a webinar with the president, and then now they've scheduled one-on-one -on -one, uh, calls with the, uh, the CEO. So they have a great relationship with the two people they would be doing uh, most interacting with going forward. And to me, that's just a huge way to kind of get people comfortable uh, to attend a, a discovery day. The second one that I was going to mention to you is once somebody becomes a franchisee, they're immediately assigned a one-on-one -on -one coach. There's backup with the administration in the, in the corporation, but there's someone designated for the franchisee to help them get through the training process, um, which is done again in the, the Detroit area. But once the training is completed, that individual comes into the territory, helps them launch their business, spends a couple of days with them, and then they're available to them, you know, 365 days a year if need be, and they're compensated by how well a franchisee does. So they really want to do everything they can to help them. And uh, there, there's a weekly scheduled phone call between the coach, uh, and I hate using the word coach. I mean, that's a great concept as well, but sometimes they're a gopher. They just, I, you know, I'm a franchisee. I need an answer to this. What are other people doing? But this great ongoing support for the duration of a 10-year contract uh, where somebody has the ability to, to really uh, benefit from what it is. So uh, I, I uh, hope that helped. Yeah, that's right. And well, and it, it again shows the, the, the whole point of the franchisor, right? I mean, from, from, from beginning to the end and even getting launched as a new franchise owner and you've got person out there with you their their job is to help you be successful right and it's um to me almost sometimes overwhelming how much support a franchise like fetch gives its owners um makes it next to dang impossible to to screw it up right um when uh, when you get to that point but it's great to know you've got everything to get started and then once you're actually launched as a new franchise owner you still have that person tied to you to to, to get really Hope you succeed. So that's fantastic. So yep, it is. Um, very, very cool. Um, Tom, thank you, man. I, I'm really glad we were able to uh, to get you on and, and learn a little bit more about uh, Fetch Pet Care. So thanks so much for joining us today. I appreciate it and uh, happy to answer any questions if, if uh, somebody wants to reach out to me. Awesome. Yeah. And one, hopefully this will help enlighten everyone interested in franchise ownership to some of the amazing possibilities that are out there. Um, and if you would like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner for Fetch or any of the 500 plus brands that we are partnered with, then let's schedule a brief introductory phone call. Um, to, to do so, um, you can find us online at brandcoach.net or any of the social media sites that you're spending way too much time on. Um, for our podcast listeners out there, 
Be sure to subscribe to the Franchising 101 series where you listen to your favorite podcast. Again, there's never any fee for our service. So we encourage you to take that very first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe and we look forward to connecting soon. Thanks and have a great day.